All right, man. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast. Okay, uh, it was the night. It was. It's called Sleepless Nights Podcast, but I'm changing it to Social, social Proof Podcast because we got the Social Proof yeah, Conference done. Nice. Real quick, are you gonna speak at the Social Proof Conference? Yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I don't have any money though. It's fine. It's fine. I got you, bro. He's locked in. Okay, you, Social Proof Podcast. He's you. speaking. Okay, we'll have a thousand plus people there, so make sure you get your tickets. So, uh, one, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. First off, I heard a whole lot about you. What the heck you got going on to where you made, uh, where you're making six figures a month, like multiple six figures a month. What the heck? Introduce yourself first. I got a lot of questions. So guys, uh, my name is Boniface Ogunti. If you haven't heard of me yet, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Boniface Ogunti, on YouTube at Boniface Ogunti as well. So yeah, so basically I own, I, I own two businesses. I own a, a consulting business and I own an e-commerce business. So my e-commerce business is the one that's really striving the most. Mm -hmm. which is where I learned my skills from. So I, I was able to grow my e-commerce business to over $2.5 million just within the first year I grew my, just the first year I started. So all the skills that I have learned, I basically packaged it and gave it to other people too with my consulting business. So basically e-commerce is where I, what I do, but I also help people who want to learn how to scale their businesses because it's advertising. Mm -hmm. It don't matter what you're doing, it's still advertising. Right, right. So I teach them exactly how to use the advertising skill that I've acquired with my e-commerce business to help them scale their own business. Even if they own a coaching business, they, own, they want to get clients online, whatever mm -hmm. they're doing, I, we can help them with that. Wow, wow. So what was your biggest month in sales? My period. biggest month in sales was about, the biggest month I ever had was $450,000. Four hundred and fifty thousand. The, and the 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 thing that the thing that's the thing that's funny about that is that I only did that in fourteen days. You made four hundred fifty thousand dollars in fourteen days. days. How? How? <laughs> okay, we gotta go fast forward. Then I promise you, we'll back up to the story and get to know who he is. But how? This how so basically, this how it all started. So when I I jumped into this whole online stuff, right? About the first year, I was crushing it but I was using my own money. You know what I mean? I was juggling my money back and forth. But then after my friends who was doing like a half a million a month, who I was associated with, those guys had credit cards. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, I gotta get some credit cards. Soon as I got some credit cards, I took off because I, I knew how to advertise better than them because I knew what people wanted to see. I know what people wanna buy. I know what girls wanna buy because my girl, she's shopping every freaking day. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I knew exactly what girls wanted to buy. So then after, I asked my girl, hey, what's selling right now? And she showed me this product. It was like some slippers. Like it was towards the summer this year, actually. Mm -hmm. It was towards the summer that summer was coming up. And I was like, oh, yeah, this stuff is going to pop. So then after we just put the product on our Shopify store, the next day later, the first day, we scaled it up to like 10 grand a day. The next day, it was like 25 grand a day. Then after that, it was like 40 grand a day. And after it was 50 grand a day, then it was like 56 grand a day. And we kept it like that. But then the thing that, the reason why we stopped, was we was on track to hit 1.5 million that month. But the reason why we slowed it down was because the inventory. Mm -hmm. So when you start scaling high with these products and stuff, and you don't have inventory, you're not, you don't have products to sell right. because there's so much inventory these Chinese have in their warehouse because we drop ship, so we don't have to keep any inventory or mm -hmm. anything like that. Right. So we don't, have to, we don't see the product, we don't touch the product, we don't deal with anything. All we're doing is selling products that's not ours. <laughs> we're right. just using our marketing skills to sell those products. So basically, I, we were supposed to hit, we was on track to hit 1.5 million that month, but we slowed it down because the vendor lost track of how much products they had. They couldn't make it. And, the, and the, it was going to take 40 days for them to have to redo it. Like for them to have to make more inventory, it was going to take 40 days. So we knew that we would have been backtracked. Right. So we slowed down our ads. But that was the biggest month I had. Wow. What was the biggest day you've had? The biggest so day, it was $60,000 in one day. $60,000 in one 60, day. $60,000. It was about $27,000 profit that wow. day. All right, so, okay, I just wanted to get that out there, okay, um, just to keep them listening to the podcast. Take me back, take me back. You are a uh, high school student. Okay. You know, what, what was life like in high school? Regular, just like, every, just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, we just go to high school. I used to play basketball, okay? Mm -hmm. Regular dude playing basketball at high school, don't know what the hell's going to do for his life, you know what I mean? Just I, as soon as I left high school, I went to college, I was frustrated with college because... What did you go to college for? I was supposed to go to college for business. 
entrepreneurship. I didn't even know what you always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, no, the thing about it, I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't even know how to spell entrepreneurship. <laughs> like, real, I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was. Right. Then, but then after I seen, I knew like I wanted to sell stuff though mm -hmm. because I used to own a custom, a shoe custom line, and I used to own a recording studio, and I also used to own a clothing brand. Right, right. But let's backtrack. You like were one we of said. those kids. You yeah, but I was wanting, I just want to start something because yeah. I needed to make some money. Yeah. So then after. Uh, I was in college, I was talking to this lady, cause I used to own my recording studio at the time. I had, I had like a thousand dollars and I paid for some equipments and stuff from Craigslist and I just opened up a recording studio, me and my boys. Mm -hmm. So this lady, I was telling her what I wanted to do. She was like, hey Boniface, you have all these goals and these stuff. Why don't you go do it? Because you know, I was, I was bold. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, this shit is whack. I'm not trying to be here. Give you me the edited version. Huh? Less, less, uh... <laughs> Swear words. All right. I was like, man, Let's this stuff it. is whack. I'm All not right. trying to be here. Mm -hmm. You get what I mean? I'm not trying to be here at this college and I'm because they didn't want you to take your entrepreneurship course until you took your general courses. Mm -hmm. So I said, man, I'm not trying to be here. This is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So then after I was like, man, I got to find something to do. So I went home. I was listening to, I used to listen to Bob Proctor mm -hmm. and uh, basically Les Brown and all these motivational yeah. speakers. So then after I went home, I was like, man, I got to find something to do. So I was like, I started listening to John Maxwell, John mm -hmm. C. Maxwell, and John was talking about how all these successful people started in sales. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I think I could do well in sales. So because my mom was like, if I don't leave the crib, if I don't leave, if I don't find a job, she's going to kick me out. <laughs> so I was like, man, I got to get a job. Yeah. So then after she- That's how the mom put some pressure on <laughs> So I was like, I got to get a job. The first job I got, it was like a warehouse job. Like literally, I was working at a warehouse job with these machines and stuff. Like literally, you know, like it's like this warehouse job. You got to do these papers and stuff and put mm -hmm. them in orders. And literally, everybody's in this assembly line putting them in order. Right. So I was working at that job first. I was like, man, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Then the lady asked me, hey, do you want a overnight shift? I was like, I'm not about to stay here for overnight. <laughs> Crazy. You know what I mean? So I left. I left the job. Mm -hmm. Then after I started looking on Craigslist, I was like, I got to get into the sales, sales stuff. So I looked on Craigslist, I seen this company. It was like a door knocking company. I went to check them out. It was cool, but I didn't think I could do good in door knocking because I was like, man, it's winter in Minnesota. It's gonna be cold. I can't do door knocking in Minnesota. So then after I was like, man, what else can I do? So, so then I bumped into another ad on Craigslist. It was like, hey, you can work indoor and do sales and marketing at Costco. I was like, at Costco? Wait, that's that store down the street. I was like, okay, let me go check out Costco and see if I can get into this stuff. Right. So then after I started doing, I started doing, I went to the interview and stuff, got the job. I started crushing it. I started crushing so it. That's where I developed myself. It was, it was sales at Costco? Yeah, sales. It was sales because when I, sales developed me as a person, as mm -hmm. a business person. So when I was at Costco, I started selling stuff. I started selling DirecTV. I'm sure you guys go to Costco and you see these DirecTV guys or Walmart. Right. I was one of you those guys. Guy. I was those guy. I was wow. that guy. And it wasn't a it wasn't a long time ago. It was just a few years ago. I was one of those guys, like mm -hmm. saying, "Hey, do you want to lower your cable bill?" Right, right. That's where that was me. Side note: For all those people, if you're making minimum wage and let's say you work, you like fast food or something like that, you can always make the same amount of money in sales. Yeah, you get to develop a skill, right? Yeah. Other than just like the assembly line or whatever. Yeah. If you want to be in the business, right? That's yeah. good advice, right? Yeah, that's a good advice. And also it is like you getting in sales. The reason why I'm the person I am today was because of sales. Mm -hmm. Like if I wouldn't have went to Costco and got a sales job, I wouldn't have the mental capacity of being in business, like want to even have a terse for business. Right. Because I wouldn't even know like this stuff even existed, like people can make money. Yeah. But when I was in sales, I was responsible for my income. Right. So it allowed right. me to think like, man, I got to make more money because I was getting paid like $120 for every DirecTV sign up I sign up. So I was like, man, I got to do like five a day. Yeah. I was killing it. I was doing like, I was literally doing, I was making like five grand, like right out the gate, just from selling DirecTV in Costco, right. five grand. And I was doing that. Then after, once I stopped, that's what made me got into wanting to make more money. Right. You know what I mean? So I was doing that. Side note, Trey, you got to quit Chick-fil-A by January 1st. All right? Quit Chick-fil-A. I don't care if you do another sales job, but quit Chick-fil-A. Okay? All right, cool. Yes. Sorry, no worries. So, yeah. So, basically, I started, I started selling direct TV. Then after, I just started crushing it. Then 
basically how, they, how DirecTV works is that if you start doing well, they have you manage your own store. Mm. So I started crushing it, and it was like, hey, Boniface, I, like in six months, they gave me, t I started managing my own store. So mm -hmm. I started, I had like 11 employees. And that's when I was like 19, 18. Wow. And how I had you a, now? I'm 22 now. Gotcha. I was managing 11 employees at that time and I had four stores, wow. four crushing it. I was doing wow. about six profit. We was doing about, in sales was doing about 27, like it was like 30, 27,000 in sales a month. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was taking home, like for me, I was taking like five grand. I was mm -hmm. taking the five grand away because I was paying that as a 19 year old. It wasn't bad. But yeah. that's what made me got into wanting more money. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the what more made money me into, you make, the more money you're going to want to make. Yeah, that's what made me into <laughs> wanting to get more money. So the way how I even got into this stuff was I met a boy at Costco. He came to Costco. He was like, hey, what do you do? I was like, I'm selling direct TV here. I'm crushing it. He was like, dude, I own an insurance agency. I'm making 15 grand a month. I was like, wait, you're making 15 grand a month with insurance? Wait, how do you do that? You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I knew anything I did, I was going to be successful at it right. because I have acquired, I got confidence now because I was making five grand a month. Mm -hmm. So my confidence was high. So it didn't matter what I was doing. I knew that whatever I wanted to do, I was going to be successful. Mm -hmm. So basically he was like, I'm making 15 grand a month with my insurance. I'm working at farmer's insurance. So I was like, okay, let me check this out. I started working with him. I quit. I quit Costco. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's how high my teachability index was. Wow. I quit. But the thing that okay, explain that teachability index. So teachability index. So it's your willingness to learn times your willingness to accept change. Your willingness to learn times your willingness to accept change. So a lot of people are willing to learn, but a lot of people aren't willing to change. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, I want to quit my job," but when it when it comes to that, like quitting your job. They're not willing to quit their job. Mm. So people with teachability index are low. If your willingness to learn is a 10, but your willingness to accept change is zero, 10 times zero is zero. You're never going right. to become rich. You're going to stay broke your whole life. Mm. You have to be teachable. You have to be coachable. So when, when my buddy came to Costco and he approached me with the, with the gig and he said, I'm doing working with farmers, I was like, I'm about to check this out. Right. He's doing 15 grand a month. He can't, he's not better than me. You get what I'm saying? Right. So let me check this stuff out. So then after I started checking it out, I didn't make 15 grand a month. Because like, I, like literally, like the company he started working with, they basically screw us over. Mm -hmm. They basically screw us over. They was taking like 70% of 30%. Like literally, I was making less money at work. I was making less money doing it than I was at Costco. So that time so I was in Costco, desperation. Then insurance, yeah. making less money. Yep. And then what? That's where the desperation came. Yeah. I was like, I got to make this stuff work. Because now I was living in my girlfriend's mom's basement. Mm -hmm. I was living in my girlfriend's mom's place. I was like, man, what can I do to make this stuff? Take, what can I do to make some money? Then after one day out of nowhere, my buddy hit me up from high school. Mm -hmm. He was like, Boney, I'm making 30 grand a month with a blog. I'm like, you're making 30 grand a month with a blog? What, what blog? He made this fake blog with TMZ. Like, he made a mock-up TMZ blog. Really? Yes. He made a mock-up wow. TMZ, and he was crushing it with the traffic. So how do you make money on a blog? How do you can convert traffic into money? AdSense. So Google have all these Google ads that you see on these blogs. Mm -hmm. Those ads are placed on the blog. You can put Google ads on the blog. And when, people, when, you, when traffic comes to that blog, there's impressions. People click on that to go check out that ad. And when they check out that ad, you get paid. Oh, so it's not like if you have a blog, you have to go find a sponsor to make money. No. You just set up the blog you just and you just drive traffic. Yeah, that's it. You just drive traffic to the blog and you put the Google ads on the blog. It's simple. You just go to googleads.com oh. and just put the code in the back end and place the banner wherever you want to put it. And that's it. Now, your job is to draw the traffic. So it's just like YouTube where... You put it on YouTube, mm -hmm. you put it on their platform, and YouTube decides what ads go on there. Exactly, That's exactly. That's so he was crushing it, but he was using TMZ. He was crushing it with TMZ. He made a mock-up site called TMZ something. It was like, it was a fake TMZ site, but he was taking all the content that was on TMZ and placing it on his blog, oh. on his TMZ. And he was crushing it, but it, he was like doing 30 grand a month. But then after I was like, man, bro, this stuff looks scammy. I'm not trying right. to do this, You're you know what I mean? I'm gonna go to jail, <laughs> you know what I mean? So then after, as I started doing all my research and stuff like that, I started seeing all these big marketers mm -hmm. like Enix and Gall. 
Adrian Morrison, all these big people out there who was just crushing it. So I started doing my research. I watched a webinar on YouTube from Adrian Morrison, and he was talking about how he was doing 240 grand a month selling tires with affiliate marketing. Mm. I was like, damn, I got to get into this stuff. So then after, I literally, that night, I bought, it was Ty Lopez. I seen Ty on, on, uh, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. He was talking, I was listening to his TED talk, how he was talking about how you have to be a stoic. And I was like, man, this guy, this is, I want to listen to this guy because I was resonating. Like what he was saying was, it made sense. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me check him out. So then I checked him out. I watched one of his stuff. He was selling the course for like a thousand at the time. Right. I bought the course and I started watching the course. It was a good course, but the real value I got from within this course was the people he introduced me to. Explain it. So basically like, so basically like Ty is basically like, a, he's, he's basically, he, he's, a, he's a marketer. He has a lot of connection. Mm -hmm. So all he does, he put the best people in the world in his program because he's not an expert in those fields. Mm. Because he can't be an expert in real estate and do an expert in making money right. online, you know what I mean? So he's trying to, he's, he's just, he's selling programs, which right. is fine. There's nothing wrong with selling programs, you know what I mean? It's just like selling a service, right. but online, which is more proficient. Right, so, so he sells a program, you bought the program, but the value came from the community. Yeah, the community, the people yeah, who I was see. teaching within his program, because those people was actually expert in what they do. Right. So right. when I when I got into the program, I seen other people that was within this program. I started studying those people, started seeing what those people was doing. But then after, as I started studying those people, I saw what they was doing and I took what they was doing and made it to me. Mm -hmm. It worked to work for me. So then I jumped into e-commerce. The first month, I profit 10 grand right out the bat. Wow. First month, because I already acquired the right knowledge. I didn't have to figure it out. A lot of people go out there and they try to go figure stuff out. Right, right. You try to go figure it out, you're gonna get, you're gonna mess it up. Gotcha. Get the information for somebody who's actually doing it and get the success now. So that's the major key. That's what made me successful so fast because I just paid for people who was already doing it. Right. So then after, as soon so as first I first off, you just told Trey uh, not to. Would you pay for the for the the course? It was ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Boniface said, "Yo, never pay ten dollars for a course." So ex explain that conversation real quick. Because you have to see it like this: who in the, so who in the right mind? What value would somebody give you for ten dollars? Is that ten dollars? Because you gotta understand, right? If you're if somebody's selling a program, right, and you want somebody to give you their blood, sweat, and tears, right? Do you think they're gonna give you their blood, sweat, and tears for nine dollars? No, <laughs> they're not going to give you the blood and tourists for $9 because that person put a lot of time into what they're doing. If they're selling you something for two, even $1,000, at least that's $1,000. They can do something with that. Right. You get what I'm saying? So, they can, so people will put more time and effort into what they're doing if they're selling it for a higher margin. So you, the reason why, I, oh, like the first program I bought for $1,000 because I knew that if I paid $1,000 it's because this dude actually put time into this. Mm -hmm. It's not $9. What can you buy with, what, what would I give this, if I give this dude $9, what is he going to buy with $9? All right. Some chips, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right. He's not going to buy anything. So I paid this dude, I paid the Ty Lopez, I got into his course and learned the advertising stuff. Then after, not from his course, from the people he introduced me to. Mm -hmm. And I learned how to advertise. Then as soon as I learned how to advertise, I jumped into Shopify. Gotcha. I started crushing the first month. First month I made 10,000 profit. Then after, I paid another guy 10 grand. That's what, when I paid this guy 10 grand, was the, that, that was changed my life wow. forever. So, so one month you, you made 10,000. Yeah, then the next month. the very month, next month you paid 10,000. To someone. Yo, you know how scary that is for people? Exactly, exactly. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, because I told my mom. My mom, I was like, mom, I'm about to pay this guy $10,000. She was like, that's a scam. Don't do it. Those people be scamming people. I was like, do it. But I see his students. You know what I mean? I see his students. I see <laughs> right, their crush. Right. I see what's going on. What right. the hell? Well, it can't be a scam. So then after, I had to do it because I was like, man, I can't listen to my mom because she don't have what I want. Right. So the first thing I tell people, right, is who do you listen to? Mm -hmm. You have to listen to somebody who have what you want and bend where you are. Mm -hmm. Because if they bend where you are, they can show you the process they went through to get to where they're at. Right. 
So I was like, my mom don't have what I want. I can't listen to my mom because she's not going to give me the right advice. So I got to listen to people who's doing this, who's in the actual field, who's actually getting the results. So I messaged some people who was working with the guy. It's like, okay, okay, it can't be a scam because everybody's saying it's true. So then after I was like, all right, let's do it. I paid that guy $10,000 and he showed me this dude was, they was doing, they're doing like 300 grand a day just with Facebook and YouTube ads. Mm -hmm. Just with Facebook and YouTube ads. And he showed me how to scale up to 100 grand a day. After that, I literally took off. I was doing like 10,000 a day on just with my Shopify store, just consistently going crazy. Mm -hmm. And that time I was just traveling and just hanging out because I didn't know what to do at that time and learning my skill. Most importantly, I was learning my skill. I was always perfecting my skill. I was always watching courses. I probably watched over a thousand courses. Like literally, Mm. I probably watched over a thousand courses online on advertising. And these courses was high margin courses. It wasn't courses for $10. It was courses that cost $1,000, $2,000, $3,000. So all the money that I was making, I was always paying it back to learn more. Wow, that's a different mindset, man. Your very first month in business, you make 10,000. You take the whole 10,000 and pour it, not even into the business, mm-hmm. but you pour it into yourself. But that's the self is, the myself is, was the business. You know what I mean? Because the more I learn, the more I earn. Because this is the reason why, like, this is how I think, right? I always used to be driving down the road and I'll see everybody going different places. I'm like, where's this guy going? How does this guy think? What is he doing? Right. And that made me curious in the same thing in business. I'm always thinking like, what does this guy know that I don't know? Because conversation and learning from other people, it changed your situation. So I was like, man, I gotta see how all these people view things. Wow. And the way how they view things is the way, is how they are. Yeah. The way how people look, like the way how you think is who you are. So I was like, I gotta get into these people's mind. And the way how I got into those people's mind is by buying their program or reading their books. Mm-hmm. That's how you get into somebody's mind because those people put time and effort into what they're doing. So you, when you pay for their stuff, you get into their brain, like literally. Wow. So that's how I always view things. And I always would become, I always would make my return on my investment. So it kept me buying more stuff. Wow. It kept me buying more stuff. So what I tell up, I'm upcoming entrepreneurs that don't be afraid to invest in yourself because you're giving yourself the confidence by investing in yourself, saying yeah. you can make this stuff work for yourself because you can make it work. Yeah. It's all about you having the belief because the hardest thing for somebody to be successful is having the belief that they can become successful. Mm. If you don't have the belief that you can become successful, you're never going to be successful because success starts in your mind. Making money is easy. It's not hard. It's the easiest thing in the world. You just need a vehicle and just follow that vehicle, but you have to believe that you can make that significant amount of money. So two questions. One, how do you develop the belief? And two, how do you find the right vehicle? So you have to read books. You have to listen to audios and read books every day. You, I listen to audios every day. I read books every day. Mm-hmm. And basically, you just have to look out there and see who resonate with you. Who's that person that I look to and say, hey, I want to be like this guy, or I want to learn something that this guy know. That's how I always find mentors. That's how I always find people, programs I want to watch. Mm-hmm. I would literally study somebody for a month. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, if I see somebody, I would literally look at that person page and literally buy everything about that person, their highest stuff in the world and just study it. Right. Then after I would know everything about that person that I would just pat, move on to the next person. Wow, wow. All right, so the second thing is, cause you said you gotta develop the belief and mm-hmm. you develop that belief by really what you put in, right? Mm-hmm. If you listen to somebody, if somebody listened to you or hung around you long enough and saw you making uh, $40,000 in a day, $50,000 mm-hmm. in a day, they would eventually believe you, I can make I can make 200, yeah. I can make 1,000 at least, right? Exactly. So develop that belief. And the second thing, how do you find the right vehicle? How do you analyze the right vehicle? You just, like I said, you have to find somebody who resonates with you. You just have to find somebody, what do you want to do? Because I mean, a lot of people don't know what they want to do. Like I'd be on the phone calls with people, they don't know what they want to do. They yeah. just want to do something to make money. I want to make money, they want to get rich. They just want to get rich. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you do. It's all about focus. That's it. So when you find something like you can sell real estate, you can do whatever. It doesn't matter. But you just have to focus on that task. But what I would tell somebody to do if they're starting out, it's advertising. Because you would never go hungry. If you know how to run an ad, you can literally start an ad tomorrow and make some money. You know what I mean? Like it's not going anywhere. Once you have that skill instilled in you, you can always make money. 
So when I tell upcoming entrepreneurs, if you're just starting, always start with advertising first because if you're selling a home, you can place ads on Facebook and sell that home to somebody who's on Facebook that live in your location. Right. If, you're, if you have, own a restaurant, you can play a, a giveaway on, your, on Facebook and say, hey, we're having a giveaway for our restaurant. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. Once you acquire an advertising skill, you would never go broke. Other people are, are willing to learn that skill and other people are willing to pay for that skill. Other business owners mm -hmm. who, are, who are, don't know how to get customers. There's a lot of people out there that don't know how to get customers. Mm -hmm. And once you acquire that skill, you will never go hungry. I love it. We get on time? Uh, I think it's 25 right now. All right, start over now. All right, so um, I, let's do some lightning coaching real quick, okay? Right. So I'm going to give you a scenario and I want you to advise that person, All okay? Right. I am a 20, 30 year old barber, mm -hmm. right? I work in a barber shop mm -hmm. and I need to make more money. I make money from cutting hair. Mm -hmm. What type of advice would you give me? How much do you want to make a month? I want to make, I want to make $8,000 a month. Your goal is to make, how much are you pricing your services? My haircuts are $25. Um, with the extras might be 30, 35. So if, you, if that's all you know is, bar, bar, is cutting hair, all you would have to do is just place, place an ad on Facebook. Say, hey, do you want to get a haircut? Target everybody in, in your location and get people to come in to book and get haircuts and just do that. But that, that sounds too easy. Come on, like, do, what, do I hit the little boost post? Like, what no, kind of No, of course, picture, there's more technical stuff into that and you going behind the Facebook ads and actually targeting your geographic location. But that's all goes into our training, right. which we're going to have the link down below. Gotcha, so gotcha. if anybody, like, want to learn how to actually do advertising, like, they want to know how to place an ad, which is very simple, but you just have to have the right information. Like I said, I paid other people to learn this stuff. Mm. So all you have to do is click the link down below and we're gonna show you exactly how to do it. Me and you are gonna do a webinar and they can literally just watch it. We're doing a webinar. And they can just watch it. Gotcha. So, uh, but if you're just starting out and you don't know anything but being a barber, just keep with that because that's all you know. You know what I mean? Gotcha. That's all you know and you only, $8,000 a month is not nothing. You get mm. what I'm saying? You can get a few more clients. Do the math. How many clients do you need if you're charging $30 a cut? How many clients is that? Um, Let's do the 100 math. 100 would be 30. 100 clients at $30 would be 3,000. Uh-huh. So let's do 8,000. Dang, that's a lot of haircuts. Exactly. Golly. That's why. The, the, exactly. <laughs> that's so to multiply that, you got to get like 280, 270? See, that's why I tell people that. Golly. That's why I tell upcoming entrepreneurs, you shouldn't, like, you should never price your services for 30 bucks. Mm. Like, literally. Like, I have an advertising program, right? I see a lot of students come through my program. I probably have over 500 students in my program. Mm -hmm. And what I tell them is that, always price your services over $1,000. Because if your goal is to make 10,000 a month, you only need to make 10 sales. Mm -hmm. But if you're pricing your services for $30, you know how many, like you said, you know how many haircuts you have to do? That's a bunch of haircuts. That's a lot of haircuts. Yeah. That's a lot of haircuts. And you don't have to do that. There's easier way to make money than doing haircuts. Wow. All right, I got a t-shirt line, okay? I, I, got, I got this idea, uh -huh. okay? I got a t-shirt line. What do I do? Big. T-shirt line. I used to own a t-shirt line. Kill mm -hmm. it. We used to kill it with our t-shirt line. Facebook ads. That's it. Facebook ads is the answer to all the ails Facebook ads. <laughs> Don't you guys hear, uh, what's his name uh, from, uh, I used to work with, uh, what's his name, Jay-Z. What's his name, uh, Dame Dash. Mm -hmm. He's always talking about Facebook ads, but people don't really like the common like the common people don't know like Facebook ads actually is like an advertisement platform. You right. know what I mean? He he literally run his business on Facebook ads too. Mm. All these big people that you guys are looking at, you see these big companies, they're using Facebook ads. Right. Fashion Nova, they're doing two million dollars a week with Facebook ads and Instagram. That's it. Hold on, they're spending $2 million? No, they're making $2, they're making million, $2 million dollars a week. Golly. $2 million a week just with Facebook ads. What do you think they're spending? They're probably spending like 300 grand a month, a week, mm -hmm. 300 grand. Because they have a lot of influencers too. Mm -hmm. But Facebook ads is so effective, especially when you're starting out. It's so simple to do Facebook ads when you have the right information. Because mm -hmm. the platform is just it's a platform. You just have to learn how to navigate the platform first. Then after everything becomes easy. Wow, goodness gracious. All right, serious question, more personal. 
you went from, well, how, how long has it been since you've been like this super successful marketer? I've been online. Yeah. It's been about two years, two and a, two and a half years, two years. So yeah. you started two, two and a half years yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, what are some of the biggest issues that you deal with, with like making the amount of money you make mm -hmm. so fast? What's the biggest issue? What are some of the biggest issues? Organization. A lot of people aren't mm -hmm. organized with their finance. So a lot of people make, like I, have a, like I have a student who joined my program like about two weeks ago. He's doing about, he's doing about three grand a day right now. He's profiting about 1,200 around there. So he don't know how to organize his finance. You know what I mean? That's where, that's where when you know how to engineer, you got to system everything. Mm -hmm. You have to system, like I system my whole life. Everything I do is all systematic. So that's how your finance has to be. You have to engineer your finance so you can be able to take your profit margin out and keep skilling. But a lot of entrepreneurs who are just starting out who are rookies to P&Ls and they don't know how to do a P&L sheet, right. they- That's profit and loss, Trey. Yeah, they right. don't know. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done. How to do a P&L sheet, they can't really take their, they don't know where to take their profit. I don't know, hey, maybe this time I'm be a, this time I'm gonna make next month. They don't know how much they're gonna make next month. They don't have a projective income. They don't know, you know what I mean? So that's the biggest hiccup with people because that was my biggest hiccup. But that's why I paid other mentors to learn how to do a P&L yeah. sheet. You know what I mean? What about, what about in terms of like personal, like did you have to deal with any, any arrogance? Like did you feel yourself like, yo, come on bro, I'm making $100,000. No. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Man? No, the thing about it is that I never was a cocky dude. Mm -hmm. I'm cocky in my, like I love myself, you know what I mean? But I never was a cocky dude because I didn't have anything when I started. So I'm looking at it like anybody can do it. You get what I'm saying? So I can't be cocky to somebody else because I'm like, shit, I didn't have anything when I started. Why aren't you doing it? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't, I, it's, it's hard for me to look at somebody and be like, damn, bro, I'm, I'm the big dog. Because I wasn't a big dog a few years ago. Yeah. I was just a normal dude who was just online trying to find something to do. But and, you've seen that though, right? Like people start making a lot of money. And well, maybe, I don't know how they were before, but you see they, they start to develop a certain um, arrogance or, I don't know, you know those like, obnoxious rich people? Have you, have you encountered yeah. some of those? No, I don't really, cause I'm like, the, when, you, when, you're, when your income rises, like you don't really see stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I hardly see people who are cocky and stuff. Oh, I see it all the time. In like, Atlanta, what? Because they don't have money. The people who are <laughs> cocky, the people who are cocky about money, they don't have money. Right. Like really, like they don't really, they don't have money. People who have money, they don't really care about being cocky. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The people who are cocky and trying to wear fancy watches, mm -hmm. necklace, those people don't have money. They're just trying to show off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's how those people are. And you don't want to be those people. Right. You want to be the person who have money and just look like a regular dude. Right. That's how you want to be. You don't want to be wearing these fancy jewelries and stuff like that because it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. My friend's doing, two, I have a friend, his name is Sam. He's doing $2 million a month. And he has, all he wears is a Air Force and shorts wow. and a white t-shirt. And you would not know he's doing $2 million a month. And you can look him up. He's, all, he's on my Instagram page. What's the name? Sam Ovens. Sam Ovens. Shouts out to Sam Ovens. Yeah, I learned a lot of skills from that guy. I learned a little, I learned a lot of skills from him. Did people around you change at all? The people around me? Yeah, friends, family, people that you know. Of course. So as as I started getting a lot of money, I disconnected from the people who was in my path because the people you have to stay on the path. Okay, that's why I like to tell people is that when you're when you're learning information and stuff like that, you have to stay on that path. The people who you knew before you have to let them go. Because those people, like people was asking me, hey, let's go out, why are you in the crib all day? Let's go party. I'm like, dude, I'm not about to go party. I'm trying to learn this information. Right. I'm trying to learn this stuff. And that's what hold people back if they're not willing to separate themselves from their, from their past. You have to stay on the path. You have to keep following the people, the people who's doing what you're doing because now you're gonna acquire new friends. That's how I met Kenny. Kenny came to my, like, I would, you know, if I wouldn't have stayed on this path and keep on learning information to advance myself, I wouldn't have met a guy like Kenny. You know what I mean? I wouldn't meet all the people that I know. Speck, all these other people, I wouldn't have met them if I wouldn't have stayed on that path. If I wouldn't have let go of my old friends. You have to let go of your old friends because they're just going to hold you back unless they're trying to learn. Because a lot of people aren't trying to learn. Did you make that separation? Before you hit it big, like in the in the working stage where they're trying to pull you away from the grind? It was or? in the working stage because when I first told people I was doing this stuff, they didn't believe it. Like first, when you first start with like e-commerce and stuff like that, like the first month I made like $10,000 and stuff, people didn't believe I made 10000 You know what I mean? People was like, dude, you didn't. That's not true. That's not real. Right. But the thing about it is that I couldn't show people because my deposits wasn't hidden. Like it's my deposit was spread apart. You know what I mean? My deposit was spread apart. So when it was coming in, I let, it was like chunk by chunk. Right. So I couldn't show people because I didn't have money in my account. So I couldn't be like, look at my account. I have $10,000. Right. You know what I mean? So they didn't really believe it. Mm -hmm. But now they believe it. Now they're like, damn, I should have I should have do that stuff with Boney when he was starting. Right, right. You know what I mean? So people aren't going to believe you when you first start. But which is fine. You just have to believe in yourself. Because once you believe in yourself, you can overcome all the circumstances, all the things that they're trying to instill in you. You can overcome that and keep on going. What, what's your ultimate goal? My ultimate yeah, goal? your ultimate goal. As a person, as a businessman, as a family man, like what is your ultimate goal? It's just to keep growing, man, because you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I just started this stuff a few years ago. I don't know what's out there. Mm -hmm. I'm pay I just paid this guy, his name is Den Pena. I paid Den Pena, I'm going to his castle. 
I'm paying this dude $23,000. People, some people don't even invest that, some people don't even make that in a year. Right. You know what I mean? I'll just pay this dude $23,000 to go to his castle because he's about to teach me how to buy and sell businesses. Ooh. So I'm about to learn how to buy and sell businesses. You nice, know what I mean? Nice. That's, that's how, I, I just want to keep learning. Mm -hmm. I just want to keep learning and keep being around the people who are doing what I want to do mm -hmm. because it makes me happy. Like literally creating good products and helping people be successful, it just makes me so happy, man. Yeah. And people look at you, obviously you are super successful, but what are some things that you still struggle with or battle with? Because everybody, like people look at mm -hmm. you like, like you're just perfect and like you bleed gold. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody has issues, mm -hmm. right? So what are some things that you struggle with? I don't think, I don't know. What about Nothing. <laughs> this, the thing about it is, because like I said, I'm always developing my mindset. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm always developing my mindset. So it's hard for me to like, like there's no good or bad situation. Mm. There's only events. Right. Okay. So like, if I see something I don't like, I identify what I hate. Right. <laughs> so now right, I can right. focus on what I do like. So like, it's hard for me to look at stuff in a negative way because I'm always thinking to myself like, man, there's no good or bad situation. There's only right. events and circumstances that we go through to identify what we want and identify what we hate. Yeah. So it's really, so I don't really look at stuff as good or bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just look at stuff like, oh, this is just an event that's happening right now. I have a guy, right, mm -hmm. who lives in Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. I went to this guy's house. He has books everywhere, literally everywhere. He has a book. He basically sells books and stuff. Mm -hmm. This dude, I was like, dude, you have a good book collection. He's like, it's not a book collection. I read them all. I was like, man, this dude's reading books everywhere. Like, if we're traveling on the plane, everywhere we go, he's reading books. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it is because he's developing his mind. This dude had, like, this dude was like, man, he lost 250 grand in one month. He was so blissfully happy. Right. He was so happy. I'm like, dude, right. you just lost 250 grand. You're this happy? Right. But it's because there's no good or bad situation. Mm -hmm. There's only events that we all go through to identify what we want. But how do people add value if, like, if you have everything, if you need everything? But you don't, you just, I can't have everything. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I need. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. You, only you can see what I, you know, only right, other right. people can see what you that need. Because I'm not, I'm in my, I'm in my bubble. Right, you know right. what I mean? You're not married yet, right? Yeah. Yeah, wait till you get married. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, this is what I'm struggling with, okay? Uh, my, my, uh, my brother in my church, he said, pick your battles. I'd be like, man, I'll be picking all of them. Let me get that battle right there. I'm going to pick this one right here. Yeah. But um, that's I, obviously with, with relationship and business, you're going to have some things you got to figure out how to balance, right? Yeah. But how have you, like, what is it that, that separates you from other marketers who just can't get over the hump? investing in yourself. I met so many marketers, dude, like so many marketers that I see, they used to crush it, but they don't invest in themselves. They think they know it all. Mm -hmm. I don't know why people think they know everything in the world. Right. Like they think they know every single thing. I see guys who, who drive Lamborghinis, right? Mm -hmm. And these guys are still making 30 grand a month, 20 mm -hmm. grand a month. They, I'm like, dude, why aren't you at this big, because I go to the biggest mastermind, right? And right. I know these guys can afford it. Right. I'm like, why aren't you here? Mm. Why aren't you here? Because I'm at the biggest, I'm at the most expensive, I'm trying to go to where the biggest, the person who's, whatever it costs for that knowledge that the people are at, that's where I want to be. Because that's where I'm going to get the gold. That's where I'm going to get everything that's mm -hmm. going on. Are you good at retaining information? Yes. I'm not that good at retaining information, though. What type of advice would you give me? Because I'm the type of person, well, I read, but... Mm -hmm. I don't read at the pace that a lot of people read because mm -hmm. I'll read like a page and then my mind starts wandering about halfway I'm through the page. I'm just like you. I'm and just... I got to read that page again. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, I'm not that Listen to strong. audios. Mm -hmm. Listen to audios. You always want to listen to audios when you're driving and stuff like that because that's the best time. Mm -hmm. Because when your mind is wandering and stuff like that, you have to listen to good books too. Like you can't just listen to any books. Right, like right. you, this is the books that I like to read. Okay, so you have to listen to a Law of Success and 16 Lessons. Mm -hmm. So you guys heard of Think and you heard of Think and Grow Rich? For sure. So Think and Grow Rich is the watered down version. So Andrew Cardigan, right? Mm -hmm. Andrew Cardigan was the richest man in the world. He was the guy who paid Napoleon Hill a 20 year commission to write the book Law of Success and 16 Lessons. Mm -hmm. Then a few years later, uh, Henry Ford, they took that book off the market because that book had too many information in there about success. They took it off the market and they said, no, we're not going to release this book. People can't have wow. this information. So they took that book off the market. And then after, once that book came back on the market, that's why they call it Think and Grow Rich. 
So that's how the thing can grow rich. But the original manuscript is the Law of Success and Six Lessons. They still sell that? They still sell that. You can get it wow. now. Now you can get it. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on I'm Amazon. It today. Yeah, you can get sure, that book right it away. Too. It's wow. a really good book. You want to read that book and you want to reach Rich Dad Poor Dad yeah. because that's a really good book too. And you want to read The Magic of Thinking Big. The Magic of Thinking Big so you can think bigger. The bigger you think, the more smaller things look. Because when you start, like, a lot of people don't even sit at home and write what they want yeah. on the piece of paper. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Which is really crazy. Like, I do that every day. Yeah. Like, every day I go home and look at my dream book and I write, okay, this is what I want today. This is what I want right, tomorrow. Right, right, you know what right. I mean? I'm always happy. I'm always writing what I want. Mm -hmm. And now when I come back to reality, I feel like I can accomplish anything because I just said, I want to own Africa. You know what I mean? I just said I want to own Africa. What? That's so now, you know what I mean? So now when I come back to reality, anything I want to accomplish, it seems little. Gotcha. And that's how you have to be if you want to create a significantly amount of wealth for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to think big. Then when you come back to reality, it's like, wow. Right. It, this stuff is not even hard. Yeah. I just thought about owning Africa a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's funny that's funny so um so give me um um some of the do you watch trends do you watch out for the trends that are happening like things that are coming that people are going to be interested in and something that's a trend right now that's going to fade out do you study trends at all i don't really study trends really. the reason why i don't do that is because I don't want to be the guy who's the trend guy. You get mm. what I'm saying? Like, my, as a marketer, you got to know what's coming, though, right? Yeah, I got. You got to know what's coming, but it's like, like my, like what's coming right now is people getting into online stuff. Mm. That's what's that's what's about to really be big. Like, what do you mean few, by online stuff? Like basically doing like making money online. Right. That's where everybody should be. Like, if you're not making money online, you're like you're leaving tons of money on the table. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta have at least some income coming in from online because right. that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. So making money online is where people need to, where more people are going to be transitioning to. Because gotcha. the common person right now that's watching this interview, they don't even think making online, making money online is even real. Right. You know what I mean? They don't even think that's real and that's what holds them back. Right, right. So what are the older ways of thinking? Like, so you wouldn't open a brick and mortar business right now? I wouldn't open a brick and because it don't make sense. Everybody's on Instagram. Everybody's on Facebook. I'm not about to, like, I don't like to park. The reason why I said park, <laughs> I don't like to have a building. You know what I mean? That's right, like, right. why would you park yourself? There's so much stuff to learn. And why would you sit in one location? Like, we don't know what's going on in Houston, Texas. We right. don't know what's going on in uh, Switzerland. We don't know what's going on out there. The only mm -hmm. way we know is by going there. Mm -hmm. And why would you park yourself in one spot? Right. Get an online business that can allow you to make money and travel the world so you can acquire wisdom from other people. Right. If you were going to open an online business, what would it be, though? The first, if I would open up an online business. Not, not online, I'm sorry. If you were going to open a location business, a if you were, I know you're not, because mm -hmm. obviously you've, like, cracked the code on online. Mm -hmm. But if you were going to open a brick-and-mortar business, what would it be? Man. And it might not be for a profit. It might be just for your passion, or it might just be a dope idea that you always wanted to do. I haven't it. thought about that. Really? I never thought of, I'd probably, what would I open up? I'll tell you, I was thinking the other day, I was driving by this big field, and I remember one time I went paintballing, and I was mm -hmm. like, yo, I want to open a paintball space, because, like, I believe people have been so indoctrinated with online mm -hmm. that some people are really itching for that physical touch to, mm -hmm. like, see people, meet up, and, you know, do activities. So mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, I want to open a paintball space and just like deck it out like the woods and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. It, for fun. Not yeah. necessarily the best business idea, but mm -hmm. it seemed like it'd be fun. And See, this is what I did. The reason I, I was only online, right? Like I was saying, like I was running my e-commerce tour for right. like literally not meeting, literally in my crib, just working in my right. condo by myself. Like literally I was in the crib for over like a year and a half without leaving the crib. Sheesh. Literally locked focused, in. locked like, in. Y'all need some of that focus. But, then, but this is what I I started talking to other mentors. It was like, you got to get out the crib. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started my consulting business. 
The only reason why I started my consulting business was to meet other people who was like-minded. Right. So I was like, okay, I got to start a business where I can meet people who's, who's actually thinking like this. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people follow me on social media, but I didn't give them that physical touch. Mm -hmm. I didn't give them the access to come meet me or even see me. I right. just give them, hey, you can follow me, that's it. Mm -hmm. But then after when I started listening to my mentor, he's like, bro, you got to get out. You got to get out the crib. You got to do something else and go meet other people. That's how I was like, okay. I'm about to put myself in the market. Yeah. I'm about to create a product that's so good. When somebody go in there, they're going to be like, wow. So mm. that's what I did. I created the first course I created was a Shopify course. That course right now, I probably helped over like 150 people get to six figure with that course. Oh, wow. 150 people. And, and I, like, I helped a lot of people quit their job. Right. A lot of people. And the way how I was able to do that was because I focused. I created that. That product took me like eight months mm -hmm. to create. Sure. The outline took me three months. The yeah. outline to create that course took me three months. That's how much focus and time that I put into that program. So by the time somebody go into that program, it's so well oiled mm -hmm. that by the time they go through it, they're going to be like, whoa. Wow. Like they're going to know every single thing from the day, from knowing A to Z. They're going to know every single thing, but that's how I put myself in the market. Then after I was like, okay, I'm meeting a lot of people now. I got to meet people in person. How can I meet people in person? So then after, I was like, man, I got to charge people to meet them in person because I was doing it. I, like, I met with some people in person for free. Mm -hmm. Then my girl was like, why are you giving these information to these people for free? Right. You know what I mean? She was <laughs> like, you pay so much for this stuff. Why would you be giving this stuff to people for free? Mm -hmm. I was like, you're right. I should be charging these people. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I should be charging these people for this stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going to charge these people for my, for my information now. Mm -hmm. So then after uh, I started, so, but the, I started charging people, and I noticed that when I started charging people, they actually focused. Mm -hmm. The more people that paid, those pe the more the people, that, the people who paid, their success came so faster mm. because those people were so focused on making it work because they're like, I invested in that, so I got to make it work. Wow. Just like Kenny. Kenny came to my, Kenny paid for my in-person training. He came to my, uh, my condo for three days. Mm. This dude was doing like $1,000 a day. The first day, we took him to three grand a day. Wow. The first day. Wow. The first, literally right off the bat, we took him, because he already had something that was working, but he just didn't know how to run Facebook ads the right mm. way. And there's a lot of people out there that I see running Facebook ads, and they can be making so much more profit, mm. but they think they're doing so well. Right. That's what holds people back. They're not willing to learn. They think they know it all. Mm. So this, here's five, here's my five basic secrets to wealth creation right here. Okay. And I did oh, not- We got time? We got time on it? Okay, start over. Start over. Before. I, I really want to get into these five. All right, let's do All right. it. You ready? Here's my five basic secrets to wealth creation here. And this is not information I created, okay? Like I said, I read books. I study stuff every day. Mm -hmm. So this is not my information. This is stuff that I haven't learned, but this is what my five basic secrets to wealth creation. The first one is who do you listen to? You have to listen to somebody who have what you want and been where you are. Because if you listen to somebody who have what you want and been where you are, like I said, they can show you that process they went through and it's going to shortcut your success. Because obviously, if that person have what you want, they've been through a lot of, a lot of stuff that you don't have to go through. Mm -hmm. So by you getting the information from that person who already been through it, you're going to get the success now. Mm -hmm. Not all my friends are over 30 years old because they already did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the yeah. people I want to hang around. I don't want to hang around people who's figuring it out. Mm -hmm. I want to hang around people who already did it, made all the mistakes, and I can shortcut my success. Right, right, right. So you have to listen to somebody who have what you want and been where you are. Mm -hmm. So that's the first basics right there. The second one is your teachability index, which means that you have to be teachable. You have to be coachable. If your willingness to learn is a 10, but your willingness to accept change is zero, 10 times zero is zero. You're never going to become rich. You're going to stay broke your whole life. There's a lot of people who are willing to learn, but they're not willing to give up time and money to invest in themselves. They're not willing to give up time and money, and that really holds people back because they're spending money on all these stuff that they don't really need. They're spending money on shoes. You know what I mean? Like, nice. just stuff. Like, it does, that, does that, is that going to change your life? Like, every, every penny I spend, it's because it's going to help me excel right. in life. It's not because it's just going to be, I'm going to look good. I don't care about looking good. I right. care about me learning stuff and being around the right people. That's all I care about right. because that's what matters. So you have to be willing to give up time and money to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. If you're not willing to give up time and money, you're holding yourself back. Like, lady, why would you hold yourself back? 
if you can acquire the right information. Right. So that's the second base. The third one is your training balance skill, which is 90% of your thinking and 10% of your action. So people work so hard. What was that number? What was the name of it? Training balance skill. Your training balance skill. Gotcha. Which is 90% of your thinking and 10% of your action. A lot of people, they work so hard. They're working, they're like literally working a lot. Dude, I don't even work a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I literally sit at home and think about what I want to do. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is what I want to do. Okay, how can I excel on this to make this better? Mm -hmm. And that's how you have to be. You can't be working, working, working because it will not allow you to think. Right. The biggest gift in life is thinking. <laughs> why, right. would you, why would you hold yourself from that gift? Wow. So it don't, it don't allow you to think. The biggest gift in life is thinking, the ability to think. I love it. So, it don't, so, people, so people hold themselves back because they're not willing to think about what they want to do. You have to think it through. Once you think it through, you can process it through your action. Don't work so hard. Mm -hmm. You work hard, you're going to stay in the same place. Yeah. So that's the third basic. The fourth one is the way you process information. So a lot of people who's watching this stuff right now who don't know like online stuff exists, mm -hmm. they're going to be like, man, I didn't know this stuff existed before I watched this stuff, right? right. So they're going to be curious. So when, you're process when you're going through, so when you're learning new information, you're going to go through this first phase that's called unconscious incompetent. Unconscious incompetent means that you don't even know that information existed before you came about it. Right. So now when you know it exists, you're like, man, I got to learn more about this. So now you're conscious incompetent. Conscious incompetent means you know it exists, but you just don't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So now you're curious, so you're doing your research, and you actually want to learn this stuff. Now you become conscious competent. Conscious competent means you know it exists and you know how to do it because now you're applying it. Now you watch the information, you've been studying it for long. Now you're applying it, you're actually doing it. Now when you do it so well, like LeBron James, LeBron can go to the rim. He don't have to think about dunking the basketball anymore. He can literally go to the, the rim and dunk the ball backwards. You know, mm -hmm. like yeah. He can literally do that backwards because he's unconscious competent. Unconscious competent means that you, don't, you can do it on autopilot. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to think about what you're doing. You can literally do it right now, and you don't have to think like, hey, I have to go dunk the ball. Right. Like, like I told you, I can start a six-figure business in less than 30 minutes mm -hmm. because I don't have to think about it because I've been doing it for so long. Mm -hmm. And that's where we, you guys have to be. That's the stage that you guys have to go through. When you guys, this, what we're doing here, you guys are going to be unconscious competent about it. Like, you guys are just going to come set this up. Let's do it. Let's roll. Mm -hmm. Because you've been doing it for so long. A lot of people hold themselves back when they're learning information. They hold themselves back on the conscious incompetent level. Conscious incompetent, which means that they know it exists, but they just don't know how to do it. That's where they get stuck at. They get stuck on that level because they don't even, they're not willing to invest in themselves to actually tap into it, yeah. to actually go acquire the right information that can get them success now. So they hold themselves back right on that stage, and that's where people fall out. That's where everybody fall out on. Yeah. So you have to know those five basics. Is who do you listen to? What's your teachability index? What's your training balance skill? What's the four, master the four basics of processing information, the four steps of processing information, and the fifth one is master these four basics. Once you master these four basics, this is what's going to take you throughout your life because it all comes down to this. Who are you listening to? When you first was born, right, the person who you listened to was your mom because she told you how to tie her shoes. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. She told you how to tie her shoes. That's the only person you can listen to because you need to learn how to tie your shoes. Mm -hmm. So your mom had what you want. Mm -hmm. Now do your mom have what you want to excel in life? If she don't, you have to listen to somebody else. Right. Do the person who have what you want, your, your, like your group of people, do they have what you want? Mm -hmm. If they don't have what you want, you have to change your path. Yeah. You have to change your path. You have to go somewhere else to those people who have what you want because those people are going to give you the right information that you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? Wow. I love it. Yo, I, I, we got so much information. One, I appreciate you coming. And we just need to figure out when we're going to do that, uh, that webinar. And two, what is the link so that they can... So all they have to do, we're going to have the link below. down below. We're gonna host a webinar. So we're gonna host a webinar. First, like, tell, if you're just starting out, right, and you're new to this stuff, get into my advertising program. The advertising program is gonna teach you exactly 
how to start a six-figure advertising business from start to finish, literally from step A to Z. And it's simple, once you acquire this information, okay, we're gonna have a link down below. All you have to do is click that link and get access to this right now. Let me help you become successful. Let me help you actually acquire the right information that you actually need. And this is a free webinar, okay? I'm not, I'm not charging you for this stuff, it's totally free. All I'm telling you is to check it out for yourself. If you like it, great. If not, it's okay. At least you got some value. Absolutely. All right, so um, I like to end every podcast with a prediction. Make a prediction of where Boniface is going to be in five years. So I want to be able to look back at this podcast and say, yo, he said he was going to do that five years ago. And look. So give me a prediction. Five years from now. Five years from now. Yes, talk to me. I'm going to be the social media guru. Every platform I'm going to cover, every YouTube, Instagram, everywhere, you're going to see me everywhere. Mm. Every single platform that you that you that you thought about, I'm gonna be on that platform because I'm gonna I'm gonna because I I have acquired this advertising skill now. Now I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Right. <laughs> you know Gary's I mean? killing it right now. <laughs> I'm a Gary. Is, who, who yeah, do you Gary. Think is, who's king right now? Who is king right now in terms of not even like income maybe, but just on the world stage of where you want to be. So like everybody, like Gary V, he's kind of like. He's like a content creator. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like my goal isn't, I want to be a content creator, but not like that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? I want to be an actual person that actually provide value to people. Because you can watch Gary Vee content every day, but are you actually getting value? Are you actually learning something that can change your life? You know what yeah. I mean? That's not my goal. My goal is actually put out content that can change your life. That when you watch the content, you're like, wow, I actually learned something that I can apply into my everyday life. Yeah. Not something that just... Oh, I'm watching this stuff today and I'm motivated. Right. My goal is not to motivate you. I don't care about you being motivated. I don't care about you actually getting up and getting stuff done. That's mm. what matters to me. You actually learning information that can keep you, that can last you your whole life. That's what matters to me, not to motivate you. I don't care about motivating you. Who's occupying that space right now of where you want to be? Who's occupying that space? Yeah. There's, in my space, nobody. Nobody. Nobody, that's what I'm about to dominate. There's, I don't even see competition in this space because nobody, don't even, they don't even have what I know. Mm. Like I guess I'm, lo I'm looking at all these people. Like the only guy that I, like I really like was Dan Locke. Mm -hmm. Dan Locke's doing, you heard of Dan Locke? Mm -mm. So Dan Locke's doing really, he's like an Asian guy. He's doing really well, but that's on the Asian market. Right. He's doing really well for those, with those people, but with the African-American, like, like just nobody out here. These, they're, they're, they're not even willing to learn. They right. think they know it all. Like, I can look at people, I'm like, look at this dude, you're an right. idiot. Right. You think you know everything <laughs> in the world. Like, you're just starting out your life, and you think you know it all. Right. So nobody, there's no competition, because mm. with me, I'm always learning. So I always know they're not gonna be, there's never gonna be competition for me, unless you become like me, unless you have that thirst for hunger. Mm. And I'm not gonna allow you to learn more than me. I'm about to be reading every book that's on this planet, you know wow. what I mean? Watching all the courses. Man. So there's no competition. I think that's uh, two part too, because I think there are some people who are amazing practitioners, but they're not good at teaching it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. somebody, somebody that's a chef, mm -hmm. they're an amazing chef, but mm -hmm. not every great chef can teach somebody how to be a chef. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, I think that's a part of it. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously you got the social proof that you've, you've helped countless people mm -hmm. um, really turn their lives around. So. Mm -hmm. I believe you have the information practitioner side and you're good at teaching. And I think that's what's going to take you the farthest. Yeah, like too. I said, the reason what really helped me with the teaching was I used to manage at Costco and mm -hmm. I used to have employees. So that was really what helped. Like if I wouldn't have, that's where my life started. If I wouldn't have took that, if I wouldn't have started in sales and managing people, I wouldn't have, have been developed. Like mm -hmm. if you look at me a few years ago, you're going to be like, that is not him. You get what I'm saying? Like, this person do not have the same mental capacity as right. this person because I had to transcend myself. I had to become this new character that's capable of achieving anything. Mm -hmm. That's how you have to be. You have to transform yourself into that new person, into that new being. Wow. Wow. Well, yo, thank you so much. Listen, make sure you guys follow. Can, can you uh, shout out all your information? So, guys. Follow me on Facebook at Boniface Ogunti. Every social media platform is Boniface Ogunti. We're going to have the link down below for the training. Check it out. It's totally free. Totally free. Um, yeah, listen, Boniface is speaking at the Social Proof Conference April 4th and 5th. A thousand people under one roof, and nobody's doing what we're doing, especially for um, our demographic. Uh, we're teaching you everything. First half, 
first half, and I didn't even tell you what it's about yet, and Butterface like, yeah, I'm down. So uh, <laughs> first half of the, well, not first half, but half of the workshops are going to be industry specific. So mm -hmm. there's some people who are in the uh, photography, videography. What day industry. is it? It's April 4th and 5th. It's a Thursday and Friday. Oh, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be living in Atlanta by then. All right, cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm down. down. So I'll be we got in Atlanta by then. industry specific and uh, really specifically what you need to know. So mm -hmm. somebody who's made it to the top of their game in the hair and beauty industry, we have a panel okay. for that. We also have photography, videography. How do you build a huge career with that from someone who's actually done it? We've also got the um, the real estate industry. Shouts out to Mr. Jay Morrison. Mm -hmm. uh, we got Max Maxwell. We got uh, Tommy Holt Jr. Mm -hmm. um, practitioners who are in those specific industries. And we got about, what, 10, 15 different industries. The other half are people like you, right? Mm -hmm. How do you run specifically a Facebook ad? We got my guy um, teaching why your website isn't converting. There's mm -hmm. certain things that need to happen on your website for mm -hmm. them to convert. Marketing, branding, um, uh, how to become an author, speak, stuff like I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. Two full days of just intensive information. And that Thursday night, we're doing a comedy show with some of the biggest social media comedians. Um, I'm in conversation with them right now, so it's gonna be fun and informational. So we, we'll see you in April, man. We'll see you. Man, I appreciate you, my brother. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.